Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend. And today we continue with Lesson 6, Love Heals All Things. Section 3, the primary characteristic of mastery. And we're going to look at paragraphs 10, 11, and 12, where Jeshua continues, Imagine a light bulb in one of your fixtures that looks out from its little filaments and says, Well, I hope the person that just walked in the door is the right one. If I could just reach out and grab them, maybe my own light would come on. Is it not a lot easier to simply take the cord and plug it into the right socket? How many times are you going to insist on trying to plug your cord into the wrong socket? Well, that one didn't work. I'll try this body. I'll try this person. I'll try this career. Not getting very much juice from that either. And then you get angry because it is not giving you enough juice, or it gave you enough juice yesterday, but not today. So it must be its fault. So a little playful fun from Jeshua. And I think the light bulb analogy or example is a good one because it's like the wires are connected or they're not. Like the elect the, the, li- the, the wire is live with electricity or it's not. Like you complete the circuit or you don't. The, when you turn this flip the switch on it completes the circuit and and electricity flows when you flip the switch off it stops the circuit there's not a complete circuit and there's no electricity going so it's like a it's such a simple good analogy especially with the light as well and what we do Jeshua is saying is we look to the wrong things to light us up to complete the circuit We're looking to, it's the wrong socket. We're looking to a different incarnation, he says. I'll try this body. We're looking to the body to complete the circuit. Not going to happen because the electricity, the completion is not found in the body. We look to the next person, the next relationship. Oh, this didn't work out. This This isn't the person who's supposed to make me happy. I don't feel love here. I'm going to go to the next relationship. Oh, this feels good for a moment. This feels good for three months. But ooh, now that I'm getting to know them and they annoy me here and they're really triggering and I didn't know this about them. Oh, man, this is the wrong relationship. On to the next. And we look and we search and we look. This job, I hate this job. This job is so unfulfilling. Let me get out of here into the next job. Oh, wait, this one also feels unfulfilling. I thought this was going to be the answer to my problems. Oh, man. And we search and we seek and we do not find because we're looking in the wrong place. (laughs) We're looking outside. We're looking at things and situations and circumstances to fulfill us. It will never happen. It won't turn our light on because the light's not out there no matter how much you look. We need to unplug from the outside, from the externals, which are merely projections, which are merely effects, and plug in inside. Plug in inside. And Jeshua says, you start plugging into something. Oh, you might get juice one day. You might feel, again, the relationship. Oh, this new relationship feels so good. But then tomorrow, when it doesn't, it's not giving me the juice. So it's not my fault of where I'm trying to plug in. I don't want to, I don't want to see that. I want to take ownership of that. It's the economy's fault. It's my boss's fault that I don't feel valued at work. It's my, all these people that I'm dating that just, ugh, they just, they're not, none of them make me feel the way I want to feel. Whatever it is, we're looking 
to the wrong places. We'll never find it outside. Just look, look at you, look at, look at your own life. Apply this to your own life. Where are you trying to get light and life from outside that, if you're honest, never really works? You might think it does in the beginning, but it never, it never really works. Jeshua continues, there's one little tiny socket into which you can plug your cord. It is the only one that it fits in, and it is the only socket wired to bring you the flowing and living waters of grace. That socket dwells only within your heart, not the physical heart, but that which is symbolized by the physical heart, the core of your being. But how many times in each day do you check to see that the cord is still plugged in? How many times do you remember to ask yourself, is my commitment to love or is my commitment to fear? Beautiful, simple. There's one socket. He says little tiny socket in which you can plug your cord. This makes me think of the eye of the needle. Like it's yours, it's no one else's. The eye of the needle is your pathway home. That it's your unique curriculum. No one else has your curriculum. They might have a similar curriculum. You might be taking like the same, you might have the same major as someone else when we talk about like classes and schools, but this is your specific path that no one else can walk. You and you alone. It's for you. That's why it's the eye of the needle in my perception, my experience, my opinion. That's why he says there's one little tiny socket that you can plug your cord. And it's the only one. Again, words mean something. Only. It's the only one that it fits in. It's perfect for you. It fits like a puzzle piece. You just know when a puzzle piece fits and when it's close, but it doesn't quite fit. Have you ever done I like puzzles? So like sometimes there's pieces you're like, oh, this is the one. It kind of fits, but it also you just like it. There's something a little off. It doesn't perfectly fit and you want it to fit. You're like, oh, no, come on. This is the piece. But it really doesn't. You're like, ah, crap. It it fooled me. I thought it was. And then when you find the right piece for that spot, you're like, oh, that's that 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 fits. It just fits. You just know it. It just feels like it fits. So it's the same thing with this is the only place that your socket fits to light you up. And it's the only socket wired to bring you the flowing and living waters of grace. Nothing else can bring, nothing outside of you, no person, no experience, no job, no boss, no soulmate, no child, no parent, no anything can bring it to you. No economy, no politician, no celebrity. It's within you. How amazing is that? How beautiful, how perfect is that? Nothing is outside of you that you need. It's all sourced from within. Now, it might show up. The effect of it might show up as, oh, I met this person on an airplane and and I'm doing a business deal with them and it's prospering them and it's prospering me. I'm making money. They're getting served like this was great. Look, at that's outside of me, but not really. It's being sourced from within you and it's being uh, expressed and reflected outside in your experience. But it starts from within your connection within. Knowing that it's all it's all the ocean, it's just expressing itself in different ways. So when you plug in, when you take the time, and why would you take time to plug in? Jeshua says, how many times in the day do you check to see if you're plugged in? 
How many times do you remember to ask yourself, is my commitment love or fear? Why would you take the time? Because we're so busy. So many of us say we don't have time, which is really an excuse and not true. We're lying to ourselves. We have all we have, literally all we have is time. Like That's all there is. All there is is time. We live in an eternal, we are eternal. Even if you only have so much time in the body, it's still time. You wake up and there's more time. Tomorrow there's more time. Right now there's time. There's only time. So when you say you don't have time, it's just you're making an excuse for something else that you don't want to take responsibility for. So all we have is time. And why would we not make the time to see if we're plugged in? Because we're so busy looking out there, because we're so busy thinking the action is what creates and gives us what we want. The action will never, it's not the action, it's the place you come from when you take the action. So if you're in abundance and then you take an action inspired by abundance and flow and love and generosity and expansion, then the fruits of that action will bring you what the seeds were, which is abundance. But if you're taking an action, the same action from a place of fear and lack and not enough, your outcome is going to be totally different. The fruits of that will be more of that. That's the law of attraction. Like attracts like. So we think we're so busy taking action to get what we want, but the action never gives us what we want. It can't give us what we want. It's the thought, the vibration, the perception, the belief that brings us the experience, that gives us what we want immediately in the thought of it. You might have to listen to that once or twice to really get it and to meditate on it. Why don't we make the time? Because we don't think it's important enough. We think it's important. Meditation's good. Let me meditate for five minutes, 10 minutes in the morning, and and I fulfilled my quota. That's how important we think it is. We do it for five minutes in the morning, and then we're done. And we get on with our day, getting on with our to-do lists and our checklists and our responsibilities, the whole time missing the point of what Jeshua is saying. Plug in constantly. Pray without ceasing. That's what this means. Your day, pray throughout the day. Connect throughout the day. Every moment, every thought is an opportunity. Every breath, every breath, every inhale is an opportunity to consciously receive. Every breath I'm receiving, every exhale I'm extending love. If you take 20,000 breaths a day, 20,000 opportunities, how many of those are conscious for us? 20, 30, 40, 50 if we're lucky, 50 conscious breaths of receiving love and God and extending love and God and gratitude, maybe 100 if we're really good, and then the other 19,900 are unconscious as we're getting busy in our day. This might not be liked by a part of you. (laughs) A part of me doesn't like it. Well, we got things to do. What are you talking about? This is reality. I got to pick my kids up from school. What do you want me to be conscious every second of every day? Can I relax and just trust? Maybe. Yeah, that's fine too. But are you trusting? If you're trusting, to me, that's conscious. I'm conscious of it. I'm, I'm actively trusting. I'm actively being aware of the divine in all things. How many times in each day do you check to see if the cord is still plugged in? Seek first the kingdom of God. When you realize, when you realize, when you really realize that there's nothing more important, no action, no outcome in your life is more important than you being connected to the conscious knowing of your divinity, of the divinity of all things. When you know that there's nothing more important to that, then then this will be the most important thing in your life. 
and it will change your entire life. And it's a practice. I don't do it all the time. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm having the human experience like you guys. So yeah, there's lots of times where I'm sleeping, but I'm a lot more awake now than I was a year ago, than I was five years ago, than I was 10 years ago. Oh my goodness, 20 years ago. And part of it is studying this stuff and applying it and being patient and gentle with myself when I stray. And then I come back and I we have community of people who hold the energy and hold, remember who we are and remind us who we are when we forget. So surrounding yourself with like-minded people who are on the same path committed is so important in my opinion and experience. Because then we're never truly, we're, ne- we're always never gone. We're never off the path. Like the Holy Spirit, Jeshua, love, God, like it's with us all the time, no matter where we are. No matter how much we've forgotten who we are, you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, you have suicidal thoughts. It doesn't matter what your experience is. God is still with you because God is you. Love is still with you. Love is holding you through that experience. Through the depths of your despair, love is still there even if you're not aware of it. That's the good news. And more and more and more we can choose is my commitment to love. And if I don't know what love looks like in a moment, ask, what does love look like here? How does love, how, love, how do you want to be expressed through me? How can I just keep my heart open? Maybe I need to feel some uncomfortable feelings when my heart is open that are uncomfortable, but I'm willing to feel them because my commitment to keeping my heart open is stronger than my commitment to keeping my heart closed. That's the same thing as saying my commitment to love is, is stronger than my commitment to fear. Just notice how you're feeling in your energy, your heart. Does it feel open and expansive or closed and contracting? If you're protecting or defending, then your heart is closed. You're choosing fear. And then notice that. You don't even really have to know, what am I protecting against? What am I defending against? Just notice, how am I feeling in my body? I feel closed. I feel tight. I feel like I'm protecting. Oh, the holidays are coming up. Let me tighten my diaphragm, get into stress and protection and, 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 and you know safety mode. Oh, I don't like my in-laws are coming or my family. Ugh, this is going to be uncomfortable. Ugh, and we just tighten up. Just notice it. Take some conscious breaths with the intention of opening your heart, of softening, breathing love into those parts that are tight and afraid. I'm committed to love. I'm committed to choosing love, even if it's uncomfortable. I don't know what the Thanksgiving dinner is going to be like with my family that I just can't stand, with my with the friends that are coming over, with the whoever, but I'm choosing love. That's the best I can do in this moment is just breathe and soften and trust and have faith. Great. I want to choose love over fear. And I'm doing the best I can in each moment. That's all you got to do. And listening to stuff like this podcast, being on a daily study, because it's so easy to forget in our world, in our busy world, with so much noise and distraction and stimulus. It's so easy to forget. It's so easy to, so many temptations to get off the path, so to speak. That's why a daily routine, a community of people committed to doing it. It's like going to the gym. It's so much easier when you go with people or you're meeting people there. It's like that accountability, that community. It's so much easier. Establishing a routine. It's so much easier when you're in the habit of doing it and having support doing it than on your own. With all the social media, with all the news, with all the crap that's out there trying to get your attention. The ego just wants to distract you because when you're distracted – from your heart, you're, fo- you're in the ego world. You're in fear. You're in separation. You're in lack. 
And that's all it wants is your attention. It's just about attention. It wants you to keep seeking and never find and seeking the next thing and the next thing and the next thing instead of realizing it's all right here, slowing down and connecting to your heart, plugging into that little plug that connects the circuit that can only be found in one place with all the things out there. There's only one place and it's inside of you. And it's all about intention and desire. Is my commitment to love or is my commitment to fear in this moment? It, it's simple. The things that get really complex, to me, that's like of the ego and of the mind. It's complex because love is simple. Like there are lots of things out there and 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 I'm not claiming to know them. And honestly, like right now, I don't have the desire to know them. There's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of modalities. There's a lot of energy and 369 and all these different things. Again, I'm not poo-pooing them. There's they They have their own space. I haven't been drawn to them and interested in them. When I study Jeshua, when I study A Course in Miracles and Wave Mastery, it's all about simple. Like, I love Dr. Joe Dispenza, and this is not a slight against him or his work. I think it's amazing. And when I learned his part of his meditation techniques, it's like tight. This is going to sound, if you've done it, you know. If you don't know it, this is going to sound really weird. Part of it is like clenching your, what is it, Kegel muscles and like tightening your abdomen and like squeezing really tight inside with the idea, and I might be getting this wrong, but this is my understanding of it, doing it, being to a couple of his workshops. And again, love is work, love is message, of like when you tighten and squeeze, it's moving the spinal fluid up into your cranium, which is then um, putting physical pressure against your pineal gland and, and causing it to like vibrate and move, and that's activating energy. Like, Makes sense. Like physiologically, it makes sense. But Jeshua never talks about that stuff. Like you're saying I need to do that to activate the love inside of me, to activate my intuition that that like that seems too complicated to me. What if you can't physically do that? Then what? You're screwed. So there's so much complex, complicated stuff. If it's not simple. Not that I don't want it. Like I appreciate a lot of the complexities of things, but like simple, keep getting simple. It should be simple. Simple is true. Simple is real. To me, it should be accessible. Jeshua never says you have to get in certain positions and do different things and not eat or eat certain things or abstain. Like he never says once, like at least in A Course in Miracles, if I remember correctly, in Way of Mastery, anything about like alcohol or drugs that it's like any of the, and I'm not saying those are bad. I'm not saying, <laughs> but it's like, it's so much more simpler than that. Desire love and your life gets simple and you'll be guided to what's right for you. Desire to be connected in your heart and listen to the still small voice inside. And that's all you need because you, the rest of your life will be made clear to you. And that's all that matters. So maybe like I, I smoke the occasional cigar. I enjoy it. Like, oh, no, that's not spiritual. Oh, no, it's really bad for the body. Oh, no, you're, you know, all these things like. I don't I mean, you know, like enjoy your life. Jeshua never says anything about any of this stuff. At, at one point, maybe as I continue to get more clear inside of me, 
there'll be a still small voice that says, you don't need that anymore. You don't want that. Or I just won't want it anymore. It won't bring me any kind of pleasure or satisfaction. And I'm open to that. But again, for me, simple, simple. The breath is as simple as it gets. Breathing in, breathing out, as simple as it gets. And not even specific breath techniques. Again, we Revelation Breathwork is a specific breathing process. Belly, chest, exhale, there's some activity to it. But you don't, But well, if you come to our training or you listen to me or you hear anything I say, the breath is just the breath, the breath. I don't worship the breath. It's the space that it helps me access. But I can access that space. I'm not, it's not, it's, it's not dependent on the breathing technique is what I'm saying. You can access that space through stillness, through your intention to open your heart. You don't have to do specific breathing techniques. You don't have to do ayahuasca. You don't have to do these other things to get there. It's all within you. Now, it may help you access that. And Jeshua says, only love heals. No modality ever brought about love, it may have opened someone's mind up to receiving love. Oh, I feel safe with this person. My mind's open to receiving love. So this technique, this modality is I'm I'm experiencing the love in it of the practitioner because practitioners can have different levels of love and consciousness doing the exact same technique. It's not the technique that brings love. It's the person's willingness to open to love, their desire, and the practitioner's willingness to be in the space of love. So all of this is to say simple, simple, simple. There is no, there's no like what works for one person may not work for you. You, it's your little tiny socket, your eye of the needle. So we can get so caught up in, oh, this is the way, this modality, this teaching, this person. And oh, I gotta, like, hey, I like human design. Human design is really cool. It is so complex. Astrology can be like so complex, years of study. I'm not poo-pooing any of it. I get value from it. I get value from human design, knowing that like I'm a generator and like, oh, that helps me accept more of like this human experience that I'm having. Or I am, uh, what is it, interrogator. So I like like to pick things apart. Maybe it's that combined with Scorpio where I'm very skeptical. And that's like just this this part of my personality. It's not who I am. But it helps me understand myself a little better in this human experience. So I va- I get value from human design. And it's so complex. So great. If that if you're drawn to that, awesome. Follow that. Learn more about it. Share it with people. But it's that love that you want to share with people that, for me, is simple. Information. You want to bankrupt a fool, give him more information. I love that quote. My mentor, Steve Chandler, told me that years and years and years ago. It's not about the information. Love is simple. Love is pure. The breath is as simple as it gets. Intention, what do you want? That's as simple as it gets, right? Because intention, desire is everything. So breath, intention, desire, that is as simple as it gets. That's that's all you need. So I don't know how I got off on this rant on simple. I guess it's just to, because I've gotten caught up in the complexities of like, well, is this the right way? Do I need to be doing this? Should I eat be eating this? Like, look at these people. They're having success with this technique or this person's so convicted in this method. Oh, they're they tapping, tapping EFT or this person breath work or this person yoga or this person uh, human designer, this person astrology. They're so convicted. This must be the way, but I got to study for 10 years just to learn anything about it, to really get it. Like I've gotten caught up in that. 
so I'm sharing that the more and more it feels like I'm I'm waking up I'm I'm and following the teachings of Jeshua it's Jeshua is always so simple love intention desire super duper simple and that's all you need cuz that's what you are so if you're interested in these other paths and they light you up follow it by all means follow it dive into it learn more about it and share it with others if you're feeling called to serve other people and share with them go for it there's a lot of complex things in the world the the physiology biology the body phys, quantum physics very complex to understand and want to know and learn if that lights you up go for it why because it lights you up it brings you joy great Follow what lights you up. Follow your heart. It's simple. That's the simple part. All the other things, the complex parts, the the, the seed is the simple. Following your heart. Following your joy. Joy, love, that's simple. Presence, hard to do sometimes, but it's simple. Being in the moment. Generosity, kindness, simple. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, if you get value from this work, take a minute, probably would take you a minute, less than two minutes to wherever you're listening to give us a good review and share a few words about why you like the podcast, because then somebody else might be searching for a podcast on spirituality or a course in miracles or the way of mastery and see your review and be like, Ooh, that, that touched a part inside of me. I'm willing to give this a try and it may serve them. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. Um, but you can serve us by supporting us. And if you think a person in your world would benefit from this specific message that was today or any of our other episodes, share this with them. Even if it kind of feels weird, even if they don't know, they're like, Jeshua, who the heck is Jeshua? Well, it's Jesus. Well, what are you talking about? The way a master is guys reading a channel text from Jesus. That sounds a little weird. If you get a hit that someone will be served from listening to this message, trust that. Honor that. Trust it enough to share it with someone. Whether or not they're ready to receive it is not your business. You may send it to them and they may, they may be like, thanks, and never listen to it for, not never, but maybe they never listen to it. And then you send them another one and then they're like, all right, let me check this out. And then it connects with them and really helps them wake up and heal and feel good and feel love inside of them. Right? So you don't don't control the outcomes. Don't try and predict the outcomes. If you feel moved to share, share. Let someone else decide if it's if it's a fit for them. That's a, just a great life practice, honestly. <laughs> when you feel moved for something, do it, regardless of what your brain says, how it's going to be received, or what people might think you're weird or whatever. Just share. I get that with breath work all the time. How, how, breath. I don't even still know how to talk about breath work. I do. I've gotten more comfortable with it. But it's like, what is it? I don't know. It's magical. It's a mystery. You breathe and then you feel like you're connected with God and these experiences happen in your body that we can explain f- through physiology. But we really know it's not physiology. It's like in part it's physiology, but so much of it is energetic and intention and love and all this stuff. How do you explain that to someone? It Honestly, it probably doesn't matter. It's when it comes from your heart, they're going to feel that. It's not what you say. It's how you say it and the place you're coming from in which you say it that matters. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. We'll see you next time.